0: What is up, Hype Squad? It's Patricia Hartley, and it's time for your Late Night Hype on this Tuesday, September the 10th, 2019, and we broadcasting live, baby, from the OSI Black and Gold Studio here in Orlando, Florida, and this is your Late Night Lineup. Up first, we get to know our guest co-hosts, Mr. Eldred Lewis and Mr. Jocory Lewis. They are in the building to talk about entrepreneurship and how They got started in the insurance industry. And in Hype Squad Chronicles, we weigh in on one student who wants to go to school, yes, but also knows he wants to become an entrepreneur. Plus, we're going to recap on the Black Girls Rock Awards show and a couple of other things that's going on in entertainment news. And we're going to wrap it up with our late night hype September lineup and empowerment quote of the day. And please remember that while Late Night Hype focuses on higher education, we are in no way affiliated with any college or university. But here at Late Night Hype, we do encourage all of our listeners to reach higher. And we want you to weigh in, Hype Squad. Just use our name, hashtag Late Night Hype, and that's night with a K, and follow us on SoundCloud for immediate notifications. Hi, Squad, you know what time it is. It's time to get to know our guest co-hosts. One is a returning guest, Mr. Jacory Lewis, an Hello. alumni and past president of the UCF chapter of the National Society of Black Engineers, and the entrepreneur himself, Mr. Eldred Lewis, an alum of the University of Florida. Mr. Lewis is the proud CEO of his own financial service company called Greenhouse Financial, and he's here to focus on the topic being a successful entrepreneur. Hype Squad, put your hands together for Jacory and Eldred Lewis of Greenhouse Financial. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome
2: to the building. Thank you, thank you. Glad to be
0: here. Thank you. How y'all doing today?
1: Doing all right, doing all right. You know, fighting a little bit of uh, 5 o'clock traffic and everything. I know, I'm
0: sorry. First off, I want to just commend these men. They... Brought their good-looking selves all the way from Gainesville, Florida, just to be here <laughs> with us in Orlando. So I give Thanks. nothing but kudos to them. So thank y'all for being great out-of-town guests. Thank you for having us. <laughs> worth the journey. Worth the journey. Worth journey. Absolutely. So while it's worth it, Eldridge, you are our guest officially because, Ja'Core, you've been on before. But, Eldridge, why don't you tell our audience your name, who you are, and a little bit about your experience as an undergraduate at the University of Florida. They call it Gatorland.
2: That's the Gator Nation. Oh! Shut me up! (laughs) Gator Nation. Um, Definitely uh, the University of Florida um, going to that school was... Was really a, a learning experience. Um, we're from Tampa, Florida, and moving to Gainesville, Florida, during 1986 um, was a life-changing event. Yeah. Very small town. Very okay. small town, and you know, one road in, one road out, you can say. Um, however, um, just the, the college community itself, everybody bonding together, especially the you know African American uh, community. Yeah. That's what made all the difference in the world. Yeah. uh, University of Florida is a tough school uh, to get into, let alone, you know, graduate from. Okay. So, um, you know, it was was just a a rough road, but a a road worth traveling. Yeah. When you
0: say rough in terms of, like, you know, getting into the University of Florida, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, maybe some of the struggles that you did have um, at UF?
2: Um, Well, some of the struggles, you know, were, you know, first of all, just trying to find your way. Yeah, you know, navigate.
0: Um,
2: navigate. Especially in the '80s, right? Oh, especially in the '80s. Yeah, um, there wasn't a whole lot, you know. There, um, trying. The, you like now, the community and the school are really kind of close together. Mm-hmm. You know, they're kind of you know partner together, and you know, a lot of the students are, are active, you know, in the in the local community. But you know, back then, we were just trying to find our way, trying yeah. to find our location, trying to, you know, just again, just navigate, just to, you know. Just to make it. Yeah. You know, it's tough time. It. You know, and, and you think that in that era, you know, you got the 80s and the 90s.
0: Yeah. Those
2: were some life changing tough times. Tough time. yeah, yeah. Tough years. So if you can make it through that and you're still here, you know, God is. God is good. God is good. All the time. All the time. All the time. God is good. Praise <laughs> God. I
0: feel like we, hallelujah. First giving all praises and honor. So I used to give. I used to give welcomes at church. First giving all praises and honor to God. Let me not uh, deviate from where we're supposed to be here. For, which is to interview these young men. Um, so welcome back to the show, Jacory. I'm gonna give you a chance you. to say a couple of things. If you remember Jacory, he was on the show back in the fall of 2016 with his organization, the National Society of Black Engineers. Jacory, remind our audience who you are, your major, and then what are you doing now? Cause you didn't graduate, you're an official alumni. It's different.
1: Yes, that is true, that is true. Uh, so hello, uh, my name is Jacory Lewis. Um, I first came to the University of Central Florida uh, back in 2014. Uh, I majored in psychology and I focused uh, some of my education also in mathematics. Uh, I am a proud alumni of uh, one yay, of the yay. largest uh, <laughs> colleges wow. and institutions wow. in the country with a, <laughs> a great football record <laughs> that I'd like to add in case anyone happened to uh, forget. But um, Remind <laughs> <before>. <laughs> but now as a, uh, a postgraduate, uh, I'm currently uh, working with my father, serving as his vice president for Greenhouse Financial. And I'm also getting my law school applications together, which I recently sent in. Uh, so hopefully uh, next year in 2020, I will be a 1L at a uh, ABA accredited law school.
0: Absolutely. We will, we will speak that into existence. Yes, yes,
1: most definitely. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, I will admit that, Ja'Core, we're going to have to have you back onto the show to talk a little bit more about your law school experience. I do have a friend, Adrianette, of course. who um, did successfully finish law school at Barry, Yeah, That's not the right university. Um, but it was a school in Tampa. I can't remember the name of it right now. Cooley. Mm-hmm. Cooley. I remember ah. Cooley Law. Cooley Law. Cooley Law. That's Quality where she school. completed her degree at and she's working up in Tallahassee. So okay. she was on the show. She was amazing. But we got to bring you back because I want to talk to you about your experience.
1: Okay. I'm happy okay? to come back.
0: Okay. So, Eldred, I'm going to bring this over back over to you. All now, righty. are you a first-generation student? And if so, how do you think being a first-generation student impacted your experience at the University
2: of Florida? Um, yes. Um, definitely a first-generation. It impacted... Uh, my entire family, um, you know, it made a difference, you know, going out because I felt like I was represent my entire family. Yeah. Um, I, when sometimes I go home, and they say, you know, you yeah, that's the one that's that went to school. Yeah, you know, no, we, we did the same way, <laughs> way when I was growing up. <laughs> and um, I took that as a, as a responsibility, yeah. you, know, to, you know, to just try to be successful, you know, for our entire family. And I've got nothing but, you know, love from my family and giving nothing but love back. So um, it's extremely important, you know, uh, somebody has to, you know, get out there and, you know, lead the pack sometimes. And yeah. sometimes that can be difficult, too, because, you know, sometimes you send your kids to school to be smart. When they come back smart. So, yeah. you're like, who you think you are? Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, and it is.
0: I will admit sometimes, you know, my family feel, yeah. feel the same way. Or if I'm supposed to know they're, something and I don't know something, right. they're like, well, you oh, think we'll you know everything? Yeah. You went to school, you know so You go from that to being like, <laughs> like you went to wow. school for what? <laughs> do you know anything? You know, you'd be like, I can't win for losing, but right. I will admit that families, my family has always been very proud of me. Like, right. you know, internally we have our jokes, but externally they are so proud and I know that your family feels the same
2: way. Right, you know, you can see with, uh, with Jacore you know, he's, you know, he just graduated and it was, uh, it's an extremely, you know, yeah. extremely just rewarding um, to have that continue on, yeah. you know, going from one generation into the next, so yeah. we all are proud.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, what do you think it's like being an entrepreneur, and then do you think you always envision yourself as being an Like, did you go to school to be an entrepreneur? What was your undergrad degree in?
2: Um, I was more, you know, before I got to college, I, I had a paper route when I was eight. Oh,
0: eight years old?
2: Eight years old. Wow. Yeah. And uh, but back then, you know, the community was extremely... Um, supportive, mm-hmm. You know, people, you know, bought candy bars from you, you know, you played sports, and they supported, you know, what you had going on. I grew up in uh, Claramel, Florida, in, in Tampa. Okay. So, um, I always just had the initiative to get up, but we had, you know, positive reinforcement. Yeah. And that positive reinforcement was, you know, hey, be successful. You know, you can do it, you can make it. You know, keep going. You know, back in the day, you know, yes. it takes a village, you know, to raise
0: a child. To yes. raise a child. Yes. Well,
2: there were really villages back then because, you know, the neighbors and everybody got along. So, but they supported you too. Yeah. yeah. So, as you get it, as I, my first, my, one of my other jobs was working at like Burger King and, you know, Wendy's fast food. You know, they, they were good. Yeah. But the, the problem was that I found ourselves competing you know for like mm-hmm. um you know like we get a raise mm-hmm. somebody get like 10 cent somebody get like five cent but there's like hundreds of dollars coming through you know yeah. you know the, through the window so you know i've just figured if i was gonna make somebody a million dollars you know i would be me
0: well you're damn right that's right. <laughs> I will honestly ask you this question then: Was it that moment when you was working in fast food that you decided that you want to be an entrepreneur, or was it uh, some time after that? When was that moment that you
2: decided? No, it was it was young. It was fr- when I first had my first paper, paper route.
0: route. So at eight, you essentially. I was, made, I was, I will be I was always. Hustling. I yeah. was
2: always hustling. I was always hustling. So know.
0: how did you get to the point of opening your own insurance company?
2: Well, Greenhouse Financial is named after my grandfather.
0: Oh my God! Exactly.
2: He was the first entrepreneur in our in our family. He had a, a pool hall. Wow. So Greenhouse used to be a pool hall, and everybody used to come and, you know, um, just hang out there. You know, it was great in the community, and he was just really, really good to me. Yeah. Um, he uh, bought me my first car. I'm talking about when I say never spanked me, never scolded me. just was always supportive um, to, you know, me and my, you know, and our family. And um, when I had the opportunity to, you know, start my own business, I just kept it going, Greenhouse. Yeah. So it's not a pool hall, but we still shoot pool. That's, you know, do you hear me? <laughs> right? Right?
0: And then you also make sure that people are taken care of in terms of insurance. that's uh, yeah. hella important.
2: Yeah. Our, our, our you know, our motto is you don't pay for what you know. You pay, pay for what, what you, you don't, don't know. know. Oh. Exactly. That's
0: actually really good. That's true. And that is true. A lot that of times we true. pay for things that we don't know.
2: Yeah. Well, I have, we have clients that, you know, have, you know, gone to college and, you know, wanted to get a, a great job and got it, but just didn't like it. Mm. You know, I have clients that are, you know, nurses and they're like, you know, it's hard to go, um, you know, leave home with problems and then put your problems aside and go take uh, other people's problems. But, you know, you just have to grow into it. Yeah. You know, so, you know, we all, you know, have, you know, the opportunity to make different changes. But, you know, we got to live our life. Yeah. Trying to live that best life. The
0: best life. So at what age did you start your company?
2: Uh, we've been in business for over uh, 28 years.
0: Wow. So you have been in
2: business for a minute. Right. Is this a
0: family-owned business?
2: Yeah, it's definitely a fa- family-owned business. And I actually, um, how I actually got into the insurance business, someone came out to sign me up for some benefits. Okay. And um, I asked the guy, I said, well, well, tell me how you get paid. And he said, well, the company's going to pay me. So I said, you get paid to talk he said yes so from that point on um start finding out you know you know what the business was like you know and um, um from there um got licensed and never looked back
0: never look
2: back never look back
0: i'm gonna share a personal little thing with you so i was on my job search once i got um out of like undergrad and i applied for this position to work in like at this insurance company, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of details when it comes to insurance. Like, it is. don't take it lightly. You're saying it very nice. I love the way you're saying it because pro- it probably maybe came easy to you, but I'm gonna, not gonna lie. Like, they had these different tests that you're supposed to take in order to learn about these different insurances, and I was like, it was a lot. It felt like a lot to me. So, right. how did you work through some of the challenges that may come with? being an entrepreneur and starting your own
2: business? Well, it's just, it's really like everything else in life. You can't do it all yourself. Okay. So you have to have good people, you know, that are around you um, and you have to have, you know, just a great team. But That's no true. matter what, you're gonna have some peaks and some valleys. Yeah. Now there are some insurance companies, just like other companies out there. Some are good and, you know, some, some are bad. You know, so the one thing with Greenhouse Financial is that we partner with other companies. Okay. You know, so we don't feel like hey, just one company can give you every, you know, financial service that you need. Got so, you know, our clients come first, we put them first and try to put them with the best companies as opposed to just trying to give them something that they don't need because this is our company though these companies offer it. Okay. That's it's awesome. really important. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now for students that are in college right now, a lot of the a lot of students are worried about either like medical insurance, dental insurance or benefits in general. How, what services could you offer those particular
2: students? Well, most college students really um, really qualify for probably free health insurance, to be Amen. honest. Free. Because, um, you know, they have, you know, Obamacare, you know, Florida Blue. Um, you know, we're Florida Blue representatives, you know, as well. So a lot of them qualify for, like, zero premium You know, $10 a month, you know, just because, you know, they're not making, you know, a huge income. Right. So, and then, you know, you think from a life insurance perspective, you know, you don't really think, you know, something's going to happen, but it's better to have it and not to need it Mm -hmm. than to need it and and not to have it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, every little bit helps. But, again, it's, it's from a portfolio perspective of putting things together to say, hey, you know, what's best for me? You know, what works for me because what works for one person doesn't work for, for everybody else. Yeah. So we sit down with our clients and find out exactly what you know their goals are and what they want to have instead of just telling them, you know, hey, you know, do this, 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 and this. Okay.
0: So if... There was someone listening today that was interested in your service. How could they go about contacting you to talk to you a little bit about what your company can offer them?
2: Um, they can give us a call, um, 888-910-7446. Um, extension 700 is mine. And then also, JaCory, you know, and uh, our other, we have a, a team. You know, okay. If anybody could, you know, could help out. But, again, sometimes it's good to talk. Yeah. You know, Just because you come in, don't mean you got to make a decision. But, again, sure. you know, you hate to, you know, there's no sense in reinventing the wheel. Mm-hmm. So just call and ask, and you know we'll talk. And if it works, it works. If not, then you know we'll just you know keep moving.
0: That's right, and get informed. A lot of mm-hmm. the times we don't
2: know because we don't we yeah. don't know. Well, that's right? the key thing. So we
0: we don't know.
2: Exactly. You, if you look at a lot of people that are retiring now, you know when you got two ends of the spectrum, you know it's good to talk to you know older people. You know mm-hmm. even um, if you're not just talking to, you know, a financial advisor or somebody in financial services, just to find out what they would have done differently, what they think they would have done. Okay. Because it's, it's important, you know, just to have some, you know, some direction, like yeah. just a few short-term goals, you know, is, sure. is a great start.
0: Yeah. Um, life insurance is something that I want to just kind of bring up real quick just because um, I've had some older, older individuals in my life who – um, you know, either wasn't covered or they were barely covered or they were praying a high, high something every month mm-hmm. because they were at a certain age. Mm-hmm. So I want to encourage our audience, if you do not have life insurance, get some life insurance. Definitely. Life insurance is so important. And I feel like it's not just for you as the person, but for the people that are going to be here after you are gone. That's so true. whether it's a house, you know, get you some term insurance so that you can cover your house, so that if you pass away, your family can... Um, the house can be paid for you yes. know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. different things like that and if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about you can always utilize the services of Greenhouse Financial
1: Yes, okay. most definitely
0: <laughs> now do y'all have any events that are coming up that individuals could either attend or come see you at if you're gonna be tabling
2: well we we do a lot of business with um, Alachua County um, School Board we also do a lot of business with um, Orange County School okay. Board and Palm Beach County, Leon County, County Union County, <laughs> <laughs> So um, Duval County, Duval, okay. yeah, <laughs> Duval is in the building. Du- <laughs> <laughs> so um, we go out and, you know, like right now, there's a transition period, you know, okay. when people are really trying to find out what's going on, you know, with them in the fall. Yeah. You know, the holidays are coming up. Enrollment Things is coming get up, tight. Right? Yes. Open enrollment is yeah. coming up. And a lot of times when we get from some clients, you know, that have, you know, get, gotten to the retirement age, they're like, you know, we've been looking you know, for somebody that can come in and just really, you know, help us and be truthful with us. And now that we're retiring, <laughs> you yeah. know, now here you guys, you know, show up and they'll say, well, how long have you guys been around? Well, we've always been around. Uh, one of the, um, the key things is, is a lot of people will sign up for things that are on their job. You know, like, for instance, we'll say to someone, you know, do you have life Yes, I have not I have it on the job. I don't need to talk to you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm, I am good. I'm covered. I'm, I'm covered. But, see, when you leave the job, You're not covered. then you, you know, can't take it with you mm-hmm. or it changes or it decreases. Like for some policies, like people, when they turn 65, their life insurance will, you know, decrease by 65%. Mm-hmm. And then when they turn 70, it decreases again by 50%. So it's important to know what happens to it because, you know, because, you know, it's nothing wrong with having cheap coverage. But, yeah. you know, try to have something, you know, that you can take with you or something that's on the outside. It's okay. important.
0: I should have known y'all was serious when you when you gave me the number and it was one eight eight eight. Anytime somebody <laughs> starts off with something like one eight 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 or 1-800, you'd be like, oh, this is for real, for real, like on another level. Um, not only that, but I want to talk about your name. I love how you have kept the family history mm-hmm. um, with the name and keeping that name, yes. um, Bright House Financial. Um, but I must ask. When it came to starting your business, did you have a loan? Did somebody hook you up, or how did you start that? <laughs> how did you get that financial part? Oh no, together? we mm-hmm. no we
2: we um we don't owe anybody anything, um you know we everything that we have we you know we paid for we yeah. didn't get any any loans from anybody. So when you were talking about earlier the sacrifices mm-hmm. you know and things like that, you know we we just dug in and used what we had to you know to get what we were to get going. where you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's we reinvested into our business.
0: Okay. How do you think that this business has impacted your family
2: um it's it's stability you know it's stability but also you know great foundation you know i don't expect you know you know jacore to or you know to follow just in my footsteps right but it's a path that him and you know and you know my other children you know they can you know can walk in and they'll always have a place but i want them to do what they want to do
0: yeah you know yeah it's you something know. about that.
2: It's something it's about, it's something about American, seeing successful yeah. African American people that's that's really important. It makes a difference. You know, I lo- always watch, you know, businesses mm-hmm. and I watch, you know, which ones are up and which ones are falling down. You know, everybody goes through some heartaches, you know, sometimes, you yeah. know, but staying and keeping their doors open is extremely important. Yeah. You know, yeah. it shows you this is like, you know, in your favorite restaurant. Oh, I can't believe they closed or the store moved or something. Yeah. You know, so, but then there's there's also years of relationships with clients, you know, that people can come back and say, well, hey, you know, I appreciate it, you know, you know, what you did for me, the advice that you you gave
0: me. Yeah, yeah, it's something about that. And then being in the community, not just your own community, but also, in general, it sounds like all over Florida, like you're in communities all over Florida. So
2: yeah, we you're not roll. just based in one spot. Yeah, we, we definitely roll. We actually um, partner with um, also uh, Mason. We have a, a toy giveaway that we do every year. Um, we sponsor any, you know, events, you know, that you know when people come in, like for instance, there's a green dot program um, in uh, Alachua County that we're about to partner with, which is a stop the violence, you know, that type of thing. We do things at the schools. Um, and especially like in Orange County they, you know they call it a you know a partnership you know yeah. where people you know mm-hmm. the vendors you know come in so uh, we're all about partnership again you, you can't do it all yourself yeah you know you and can't. you don't don't know all the information so and then a key thing is when the rules change yeah like you were saying you got to keep up with this you got to keep up with this but it's just like everything in life they, they, they'll change the rules
0: yeah
2: you know so you just got to be up on it you got to know
0: whenever you send them email saying this has changed this is updated that means something right that means something right. um what is the vision you think for Greenhouse Financial in the next five years you've been around for you said 28 years yes what is the vision for like maybe the next five years
2: um it's just consistency you yeah. know this is a baby boomer um era right now when you got a lot of baby boomers that are retiring yes. um, they're looking again looking for people to trust you know um, they're looking for you know some guidance but yes. you know it's it's about living. So yeah. we're not planning like you're going to pass away. We're planning like you're going to live. What do you What do you want to have happen? Yeah. Families are, are, are a bit different now. You yeah. know, like for instance, you know, you know I to, really want to put that parent, you know, into, a, you know, a facility or anything like that. But caring for a loved one is a, it's a tough job. It can be. It's, it's a full-time job. It is so full-time when you're in it, you know, you're in it. Yeah. You know, so uh, just want to try to prepare for it, have things in place, you know, um, again, it's better to have it, not to need it, than to need it, not and to not have, it. have it. You better stay covered.
0: <laughs> stay covered, <laughs> y'all. Okay, now if they wanted to get in touch with with you, if our audience wanted to get in touch with you in regards to your services, mm-hmm. how can they do that?
1: Well, there are a couple of options. In addition to our our phone number, you can visit our website, which is greenhousefinancial.org. And you can also uh, send us an email in case um, you're a little worried about, you know, not being embarrassed, not sure, you, you know, what you don't know on a phone call or anything like that. You can uh, email us at greenhousefinancial at hotmail.com, as well as uh, greenhouse at gmail.com. So either one of those works as well. Okay.
0: And is it J-A-Y, Lewis, or just
1: the letter J? Uh, the letter J. Okay.
2: Yes. One other key thing is when, you know, just because you put a, you know, someone in financial, you know, services into your life, you know, everybody should look at having an attorney, you know, you know, a CPA, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, get get your team together, you know, have everybody meet, you don't just have to be one person that you meet with and go meet with the other one. Meet with everybody. Yeah. You know, and when you meet with, with someone, you know, that's going to be helping you with your financial future, bring somebody that you trust. Mm-hmm. Bring the, you know, the person that when you make decisions with, bring them with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know,
2: say, well, I got to go talk to them. Bring them. Yeah. You, you got to tell it twice, you know, hey, here it is. Lay yeah. it out. Yeah. And strong. And
0: then you can ask all the questions you want to ask.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And then you can go back and, you know, talk about it, you know, because it's, you know, you pick what you want, you know, what you want to have happen, and you try to stay focused. Yeah. Yeah. And then remember, even when you, once you meet, you're really learning. Yeah. You know, you know, back in the day, it was each one teach one. Yes. You know, so that's the same thing. So from an entrepreneur standpoint, it's each one teach one, you okay. know. So you got to get in the game. Sometimes you got to help other people, you know, before you can get to where you're going so you, you can learn.
1: And
0: while we're talking about that, do you have a mentor who assists or help you? Do you have any guidance um, as well? Like mentors that you talk to in the field or maybe who helped you early on? in addition um, to your
2: grandpa. Well, there, there were a few. There were a few, and uh, we're still, you know, close to this day. There's, you know, uh, business partners out in uh, Las Vegas, uh, business partners in um, Ocala, Florida, um, you know, great leaders out of, you know, out of Daytona Beach. Awesome. Um, you know, so when you're looking at, you know, people have made it then. One, one guy said to me very on, early on, he says, you know, when you're doing the business, these plaques, You know come with it all these accommodations and you know accreditations and things like that so um i remember that because when you're out there just you know working hard you know it comes but you will have peaks and you will have valleys. yeah you know so you know sometimes you get you know good information sometimes you get you know different information but you got to take it and use it to what works for you yeah. You know, kinda like old songs. Yeah. You ever seen how like the, the new kids it, you They'll know, you, remake, they a remake bit. it remake? Yeah. So it's a good foundation there. Yeah. I remember
0: that song. That's right. Ain't nothing like a throwback <laughs> Ain't nothing like a throwback or a remake of a throwback, you know? <laughs> I love it. Um now we're gonna have a chance to recap here at the end so we can remind our audience how they can um get in touch with y'all here at Greenhouse Financial.
2: Thank you, of course. And you
0: know this thing ain't over yet. Hype Squad Chronicles is our advice column, y'all, where we take a mm-hmm. question or concern or topic submitted by the hype squad and we discuss It on the show now. Today's topic was submitted from a recent high school graduate. Okay, y'all ready? It reads I just graduated high school and I know that I want to become an entrepreneur. I start college this fall, and although I don't know what business I want to start, I do want to have the freedom to live the life I want to live and pick my own hours. I watch my parents struggle working nine to five, and I do not want to do that. What business can I start that will make me the most money and ensure that I will never? Have to work for anybody else. I'm looking at the experts.
1: So my my first response to this, uh, before you decide on uh, what business you want to do, is to figure out what exactly it is that you're passionate about. It's it's uh, very difficult to um, create a starting point or to uh, design a foundation for yourself if you're not 100 percent sure about. Uh, What direction would you want the direction that you want to go in or even if you're 10% sure about what direction you want to go in. So as someone that is starting college in the fall, it's important to get yourself out there to experiment with different things to expose yourself to different entrepreneurs and different initiatives and different clubs and different organizations to figure out what you're drawn to. Because if you simply you know, pull something out of a hat and you say this is what I'm gonna go with and then you put you know, your money and your time into it and maybe a year later you find out that you actually don't care about this business at all, then you might have to start over. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely say um, take your time and, and figure out a little bit more about yourself and what you're passionate about in that way so when you do choose a business or businesses that you want to start, um, you're definitely more likely to stick with them and, and, and do your best with those ideas
2: yeah I like that um I, I would do. think that you know even if you're uh, entrepreneur means that you, you you have you're passionate about something okay so it's mm-hmm. not a job you know it's something that that you want to do so when you're when you're making money you know you're not working you mm. know you're just doing something that you love that comes to you but you have to learn it yeah. I don't think you have to graduate high school or college to be an entrepreneur so mm-hmm. even if oh, you're in God. high school you can start your own business like yes. said, I had a, a paper route. Yes so, at eight that,
0: years old child that would been <laughs> high school <laughs> <And> so
2: elementary <laughs> that's true that's and true. so but what I learned um, at the you know the fast food restaurants is that I didn't want to work for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So while I was learning and watching what they were doing to make money, I was gearing toward what I wanted to do. And when I finally found what I had a passion for, then then I was on it. Yeah. You know?
0: And it was no looking back. It
2: was no looking back. Greenhouse Financial was born. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so I will admit that y'all have given some very good advice. I like the idea of, you know, you being passionate about it oh, yeah. Um, as well. I don't know if I overly have some advice to share with the student. I would say... Still go to school i know that you don't have to go to you know high school you don't have to go to college in order to be an entrepreneur but i think it will help with the foundation i also think honestly getting a mentor like getting somebody who's worked in the industry who can talk to you a little bit and then what Jacory said finding a passion you That's know true. find some passion about what you want to do and know um at least a direction you want to go so that even if you don't necessarily go that direction you at least went in the ballpark of what you were
2: trying to exactly go. I, I agree with you what what i'm saying is that Get started, true. Because so you're gonna you're gonna make some mistakes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then when you get the education to go, you're like, oh, right. Oh, okay. Oh, you mean that's that's it's just that.
0: Yeah, like it
2: bridges it, the gaps. It, it bridges the gap. Yeah. Because sometimes you get the education and then you expect you know what comes with that, but there's people out there that got master's degrees, Say you it. know, that are just having to take entry level positions because uh-huh. the job market Say out it. there. There are people out there that have graduated. They got a lot. Uh huh. Of that debt. Of debt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, A lot of debt. But yeah. they're still trying to find that job that they deserve and they've worked for and they've earned. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then, uh, you know, those student loans, those, they want those payments. Valley
0: well, pay- may want our money back.
2: <sighs> they want that money back. So, yes, definitely. I wasn't saying education is not important. Mm-hmm. It is. But get started with some of the things while you're at home, yeah. you know, before you're out of the house and you still got rent and, you know, light bill, telephone bill, cable bill, and all these things that you're trying to have. Yeah. You know, practice at home.
0: Yeah. I also think that this is a time where you don't, you know, we used to kind of have to go to some of these areas in order to get the access, like you used to kind of have to go to college. Mm -hmm. Now with the internet, with, you know, the access that we have, you don't have to wait. Right. You can start at eight, you know, and start your own business. There's kids out there right now writing books at like eight and nine years old. You can
2: start as early as Eldred, who was an entrepreneur at eight. (laughs) Well, think about mm-hmm. friends, too. Think about, you know, people that have been together their whole life. They, you know, you're learning their, you learn each other's strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. You know, it's important, you know, with your team. Yeah. You know, some people might not be the, the great speaker, but, the, you know, they got the math down pat. Mm-hmm. You know, the other person might not be the, you know, the best reader, but yeah. they, they got the social skills down mm-hmm. pat. Mm-hmm. So, you know, nobody's in business by themselves, you know, even if they're just, you know, you know, uh, uh, entrepreneur, because entrepreneurs have to, you know, you have to communicate with the public, and that's how they, you, you know, do. they make their money.
0: And you have to keep good relationships too, because I know you gotta have some thick skin. That wanna, yeah, that wanna go thick into skin. business, and it's like, mm-hmm. why well, don't work for nobody else? But you gonna be working for yourself, but you still gotta be a good representation right. for your
2: company. Right. Well, when I say thick skin, I mean that you know, we hear, we hear no, you know, many times a week. But is it no now, is it no forever, is it no I don't want to do it mm-hmm. or no that I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you got to have some adversity. But you remember, you got to bring people with you and uplift people with you as you grow. Not stepping yeah. on them to get to where you're at. say that. Walk with them.
0: Well, I got some good little nuggets from you. Like, I going not have to do direct <laughs> quotes. Like, <laughs> man, you got some, like, shirt-quotable things that you said. Like, I can put this on a shirt and sell it. Well, thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, what do we mm-hmm. say? Don't let the fear of failure be yeah. greater than then, any
1: um, excitement of exc- winning. Uh, yeah, yeah, the excitement of success of okay. winning. Go get it. Go get it. Go get it. Go get Don't scared to Go get it.
0: Go get it. Um, but my undergrad was in theater, and so a lot of the times we used to audition for, like, plays and things like that, and hardly you hardly ever— You You didn't always got—yeah, <laughs> wow. I am. But <laughs> I didn't always get the part that I wanted. And right. Sometimes I honestly agreed with the director for choosing someone else. But I think the good thing about theater is it made me have more of a thicker skin. So mm-hmm. when I was told no, it was like what you said. It's like no right now. Right. But I might get up better yes later. It's a right. no today.
2: Yeah,
1: it's a
0: yeah.
2: not yet. But don't stop. Right? Especially when you found out that no was, you know, was a benefit for you. You like, oh, right? I'm glad I didn't, you know. Get that part, right? right? Exactly. I can remember all them lines, Lord. Right? <laughs> right? You, know? you got to just be real with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do this monologue and I'm on. <laughs> That's it.
0: That's it. Um, um, if you have a question or need advice or just a topic that you'd like for us to discuss on the show, be sure to DM us on IG or Twitter at Late night Hype, or shoot us an email at hype at gmail.com. Outstanding. Now let's get into this What's the Hype Entertainment alert. Um, black Girls Rock. There was an annual award show and it was popping this Sunday night. The ceremony created by DJ Beverly Bond is dedicated to the contributions and excellence of black women and girls, a group that often goes overlooked and underpraised. Um, Regina King, who received the Star Power Award, presented Bassett, which is Angela Bassett, with the Icon Award. And the event was hosted by comedian and actress Nisi Nash. She was hilarious, and I loved every wardrobe change she did. <laughs> Performances um, was from anybody, including Common, to Erica Badu, Ari Lennox, um, India Irie, Elle Varner, Monica, and more. They all graced the stage with their phenomenal talents and vocals. And congrats, y'all, to the top honorees of the night, which included Regina King, who got the Star Power Award, Sierra, who got the Rockstar Award, Deborah Martin Chase. She got the Shot Caller Award. I also wanted to point out that she talked about paving a path to success in Hollywood and highlights the importance of paying it forward by advancing opportunities for the black community. So that goes right along with what you said, Eldred. It is important that if you're going to go up, baby, you make sure you bring other people up with you. You're not just going up by yourself. You need to have a team. You cannot do it all by yourself. That actually came directly from Eldred. Um, Tiffany N. Davis was honored with the (laughs) Tech Award. Her H-E-R was given the Young, Gifted, and Black Award. Shout out to the mothers of the movement who was there representing, and Angela Bassett gave a speech, y'all, that was phenomenal. It was. She accepted the award for the Icon Award, and she gave an empowering message about how she found her purpose and remained steadfast in fulfilling it, even through adversity. She told the audience at the New Jersey Performing Arts Center in Newark that she knew from the time that she was a teen that she wanted to be an actress. But even in the toughest times, she refused to take roles, or do things that will compromise her integrity. So I believe it was like right after like Tina Turner, you know, you she was nominated for like a uh, award and everything. She's mm-hmm. at these big award shows and she still wasn't getting the calls, but she did not let that um, she didn't let that deter her. She kept moving. So shout out to Angela Bassett. And can mm-hmm. I tell you that she's definitely the queen of black? Don't crack. Yeah.
1: Dang. Yeah. I was like Angela. Yeah. Dang.
0: What you using on your skin? Uh, she in shape. Oh, say it, daddy. <laughs> she, <laughs> Ain't she?
2: She is in shape. Angela,
0: tell me what it's to do. Impressive. I'm trying to look like you. <laughs>
2: 911.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to look like you, Angela. Um, congratulations, darling, and to all of the women at the Black Girls Rock event, you are black girls who rock. Um, And Ava DuVernay, she's another black woman who rocks. Um, but she won't be working on the Prince Project. I don't know if you remember, but BlackAmerica.com reported that Ava DuVernay is no longer involved with the Prince documentary chronicling the life of Prince. I'm a little sad because if you've ever yeah. seen any of Ava DuVernay's... She's
1: fantastic. Baby,
0: do she yeah. not know how to do storytelling? Any, like, that yeah. woman story tells
1: like no other. It's immaculate.
0: Like, on another level and I love the way she portrays the story but she tweeted in October of 2018 that Prince was a genius a joy and a jolt to the senses he was like no other he shattered preconceived notions smashed boundaries and shared his heart through his music the only way I know how to make this film is with love and great care I told you that because that was her officiating that she was going to be a part of it however a conversation with the LA Times recently revealed that Duvernay I believe it was last month is no longer involved in the doc saying it just didn't work out due to creative differences as the reason there's a lot of beautiful Material there, I wish them well. So she won't be working on the project. I'm sad I'll still watch the project, but Ava, I was honestly looking forward to you being a part of that.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I know.
0: she's a gorgeous woman too. So shout out to Ava. I'm um, so and cool. Viola Davis is going to be playing the role of Michelle Obama. I'm excited the, for that. How to, you think that yeah. makes
1: sense? Yes, I think it makes perfect sense. You didn't think that they should I mean, have done
0: you remember the move they did a movie on, um. Netflix, where they did the the relationship between Michelle and Oh, like Barack. their first date. Yeah, it was like Oh, the first yeah, date. yeah. You yeah. Didn't think I, that young lady should have played it again?
1: I think that uh, she definitely could have fit the role. Um, not to uh, th- you know throw any uh, negativity towards Viola Davis. Um, I think it was simply just trying to um, choose another person that could represent her in a okay. different but um, equally as powerful way. Yeah, to be I honest. would. I would
2: have liked to have seen. I uh, don't know the actress's name, but she plays a uh, Jessica Pearson. You know, and she played on suits. Uh uh-uh, uh she's not coming to mind. Yeah, she she's mm. she's
0: somebody's wife. Garden Laurence Fishburne's wife. Oh. oh is that his wife in real life? Okay, yes. shout out to Deb who's the okay. assistant over here giving us all the pointers. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yes.
1: You. Appreciate gorgeous.
2: that. Yeah, she's yeah. she's strong in all the roles she she, is she that reminds me strong. really. Of Michelle Obama, she's you know, very she's tall, true. she's and she's fierce, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, a great chess player, play yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and I thought you know, and not again, I love you know, Miss Davis, you yeah, know, I think she's awesome. You know, I've, I've watched her roles, you know, yeah, Viola from way be back, yeah, she get it in, yeah, she get it in.
0: How to get away with murder, I've seen her in yeah. fences, you know, I love, I don't, well, I'm a theater person, so of course, I love to see her in fences that was great her yeah. and honestly Denzel in that as well yeah. so
1: yeah. yeah watching her work and just being able to see you know um, the messages that she's trying to give or you know what she's choosing to represent I always feel like I'm part of the experience you know mm-hmm. like I, I'm not necessarily sitting on my couch or anywhere else watching this happen like I, I feel myself there and the gravity of whatever situations occurring and I think that that's gonna carry well over into the film yeah yeah, she can bring them tears up in those rolls. You know, she minutes. she get it in.
2: She <laughs> I was Here you go. Bring it out. <laughs>
0: um, well, she's set um, to play the role of Michelle Obama in Showtime's dramatized First Ladies anthology series, Um, Deadline Mm -hmm. reported this uh, actually about a week ago. Huffington went on to say that the project has a three-script commitment with the first season highlighting Eleanor Roosevelt, Betty Ford, and Michelle Obama. Mm -hmm. A previous portrayal of Michelle Obama featured Tika Sumter as the the future first lady in Parker Sawyer's future president... Barack Obama in a fictionalized movie account of their courtship so it was called South Side with you so that's what we were talking about that was the movie
1: Wow, it's a great movie
0: and speaking of movies these are the top box office blockbusters from this weekend according to box office mojo in number five Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw with three million dollars Lion King came in at four million dollars Good Boys came in at five million Angel has fallen came in at five million and it Chapter 2, The Clown Movie, came in at $91 million. I always hated that damn clown. I did. I never liked The It Clown, but I saw the movie as a kid growing up. I saw the book all the time in the library, and that's the only reason why I watched it as a kid because I could see that big, thick book in the library. It's a thick novel by that man. Was it Stephen King that wrote it? Oh, my gosh. It is a thick novel. Yeah, that's
1: true. true. That's true. That
0: novel's so thick. Cuh.
1: I'm actually reading a Stephen King novel right now, uh, Needful Things, and it's thick as well. Th- yes. yeah yes. That's a classic too. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. read Stephen a classic. Stephen King, his, uh, you
2: know, his, his novels match his personalities. Okay. So. <laughs> Pretty big. Yeah. yeah. Pretty big. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and these are some late night hype updates. I told y'all we doing some things a little bit differently. So on September the 17th and September the 24th, instead of having podcast episodes, we've partnered with two student organizations on campus to bring you some open mic nights. On September 17th, we'll be, talk, we'll be with the University of Central Florida's chapter of the National Council of Negro Women to host an open mic night where we will be having cash prizes. And on September the 24th, we've partnered with the National Society of Black Engineers to host another open mic night where there will also be cash prizes. The cash prizes will be third, second, and first place. Third place, 25. Second place, 25. And the first place will get 50. As a reminder, you do have to be a student enrolled at a university or a college in order to receive the cash prize money. The top 10 individuals who show up will be the first ones that will perform. And remember, for all the colleges and universities, email us a copy of your school flyer, and we will post it on our social media accounts. Yep, it's just that simple. Be sure the flyer includes your school, your city, your event, and date, and we'll share it with our followers. As a reminder, it does have to be a campus event. DM us or Facebook <laughs> us on IG or Twitter, or shoot us an email at latenighthype at gmail.com if you want us to shout you out. Now, Greenhouse Financial, finally. Yes. Tell our audience once again how they can get in touch with you.
1: Well, um, if you have any financial questions or if you're looking for life insurance or health insurance or if you're simply just not sure about uh, what you don't know that you don't know, uh, you're welcome to reach us at our website, which is greenhousefinancial.org. Uh, in addition to that, you can email us at greenhousefinancial@hotmail.com, at as well as uh, J Lewis. that is j-l-e-w-i-s dot greenhouse at gmail.com.
2: Thank you. And also
1: one, 888
2: 910 7446.
0: I feel like if y'all need a theme song, y'all need to call
1: me. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all got,
0: already got like your little catchphrase. You don't know what you don't know. Like, you know, your girl got you. Your girl got you. We'll hit you up. Yeah, we'll,
1: we'll make that happen. Thank
0: y'all so much again for being a guest Thank you for having on the us. show. I am Very so excited. excited. Thank you for driving down here. Well, we cost, have a we have
2: an office have here in Orlando as you well. You do? Yeah, we have we an do. Office. Where is your Orlando office? It's on 2295 C uh, okay. Owassee Road, so we're right across mm-hmm. from the golf course too, as well. So Metro West, Metro West. So you know, so we have office here, mm-hmm. office in um, in Gainesville, a virtual office in um, Palm Beach County, a virtual office, and um,
0: Duval,
1: du- Jacksonville. That is
0: like one of the hypes counties in Florida. Like when I yeah. I've hosted events and literally I've called Miami Dade, like I've called all the different <laughs> counties, but Duval, I'm like, yeah. this to tough do competition like with Broward,
1: bodyguard, oh, yeah. where you at? <laughs> yeah.
0: No, but they represent. Shout out to Duval. County. For Shout sure. out to Florida in general, because I obviously love your state, because I ain't left yet, because I'm a Texas girl living in the Florida world.
2: Hey, go hey. get a nation. <laughs> go Knights. Go, go, go
0: tonight,
1: Knights. Charge on. Right? Charge on <laughs> to success. Shout <laughs> out to the Knights,
0: because uh, we already 2-0, and 0, right? Yes. We already 2-0, and 0, and we yes, not playing we with are. these boys. Yeah. We yeah. ain't playing with these boys.
1: No, we boys, not. No. You know, But we'll just let the points, you know, uh, say it all. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: have a great program at uh, at UCF. It's come a long way. Thank you. Thank you. You know, (laughs) from from the bottom to the top, (laughs) you know. Eldred, any parting words? Um,. Oh, again, yeah, you know, just you know, for anybody out there, you know, just the same faces you meet going up are gonna be the same faces that you meet coming down. Mm. So um, it's just important, you know, just to be who you are and um, you know, just keep searching. Make yeah. it happen.
0: Make it happen. Yes, and thank y'all again. Um I am gonna end with a quote of the day. There is no tool for development more effective than the empowerment of women by Kofi Annan, who is a diplomat mm-hmm. who served as the seventh secretary general of the UN from January nineteen ninety seven until December 2006. And remember, you can catch us every other Tuesday on SoundCloud at 10 p.m. And thank you so much for your continuous support and over 4,000 SoundCloud plays since our March 2016 debut. Be sure to follow Late Night Hype on SoundCloud, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook using the handle Late Night Hype. And you can also interact with us using the hashtag LateNightHype, and that's night with a K. Tune in next time for another episode of Late Night Hype. Late night Hype.
1: I'm going to put that quote on, a. Uh my wall. <laughs> <Do that>. Good <laughs> okay. night. Good night. <laughs>